Hi, and welcome to the Confident Woman Podcast. I'm Rachel. And I'm Erin. And we're here to keep it real, raw, and what it means to be the confident woman. All right. So welcome back, friends, to the Confident Woman Podcast. So today's kind of fun. We're going to do something a little different. We're going to do some Q&A where I will be the Q and Rachel will be the A and talk about some food struggles, I guess, because Rachel is great. She's found a way. She's found food freedom. She looks great. She's consistent. She's, what would you say? Like you're consistent. You work out, you eat well, but you eat good. You have snacks. Yeah. I, well, I've created a lifestyle around it. So exactly. yeah, I enjoy what I eat. That's the word. And that's the, yeah, very important. You should actually mm-hmm. love and enjoy what you eat and how you eat. So Perfect. food should not be any sort of like punishment or, huh. oh my gosh, but we'll get back into it. Yeah, we'll get to there. Um, but yeah, enjoy what you eat and you're going to have food freedom. Hopefully you'll get some takeaways from today's session mm-hmm. and we'll go from there. Yeah. So shoot, Erin. Because, yeah, because I'm somebody that I'm sure most women maybe can relate or been in a similar scenario where I think my entire adult life, I have gone from like eating perfect, working out, looking great. And then that lasts a certain amount of time and then like binge eating and like, so just like that fluctuation, that yo-yo, like look really, really great, eat really, really healthy, then total pendulum opposite, like drink beer, eat a lot of pizza, all that fun stuff. So I'm hoping today through our Q&A, we can maybe get some solutions or some ideas on how to just maintain that balance in the middle instead of that fluctuation. Yes. That's that's so. yo-yoing. Right. And so many women do it. So yeah. we're we're not alone. I was a habitual yo-yoer. Mm-hmm. Yo-yoer. <laughs> Got yo-yoer. It. Mm-hmm. Body dysmorphia, eating disorders, extremes, excessive workouts, all the stuff to counteract that pendulum. And so I 100% know where you're coming from. And so that's kind of where what I have learned and also coaching teach about creating food freedom. Okay. So right off the bat, first question as a professional, do you think that food addiction is a real thing? Yes, but it goes deeper. And I think just from my personal experience as as well, it's just from learning as well, that the addiction comes from the emotional triggers as to what we're actually after. And so there's always a deeper why into why we're doing what we're doing. So for me, I had to uncover a bunch of layers into why I would do the certain, eat certain foods because they were rewarding, they were fulfilling. And I think sub, like subconsciously we're just trying to fill that. So mm-hmm. the food addiction part on that, from that aspect is really just what are you after? Like what are we filling this void with food with? Because I, I think too sometimes with like food addiction or binge eating or whatever, because there's times for me where I, I don't know, it's almost like all or nothing kind of like mindset where I'm like, slice of pizza, whole pizza, you know? So I feel like sometimes like that binge eating and it's, it's weird because it's like, I'm consciously aware. I know this isn't good for me. I know that there is no benefit to me shoving my face full with this whole giant pizza. I know that afterwards I'm going to be upset that I did it and all that stuff. Like I know. And I'm sure other people feel the same. But then you do it anyway. And I don't know why sometimes. Well, and I think that goes back to the what we're really after. And, and a lot of times Just diets. Just good. Oh, oh, yeah. Pizza tastes fantastic. <laughs> and I don't want the fun to stop. 
and it shouldn't, and it really shouldn't. So why we do this, because we look at diets as so restrictive that when we're told we can't have something, immediately, what do we think of? What Uh, we can't have. Right. And so we go through this like a vice. It just gets tighter and tighter. And as soon as an opportunity presents itself, we're like, oh, pizza, you just go binge on it because you have that like FOMO. Mm -hmm. You just feel like, well, if I don't get it now, I'll never get it again. And so when we have that tight restriction, and that's something we set upon ourselves, or even these diets, these fad diets and everything that's popping up because, you know, we're all looking for the best next thing is... When we incorporate, okay, let me take a step back. I lived in these extremes as well. Everything Mm -hmm. was all or nothing, black and white. Mm -hmm. And I didn't even understand the concept of like gray area and balance and moderation. I just, I've heard that term, but I didn't even understand how it applied to my life because I thought I had a balance like, okay, eat a whole pizza, go Mm -hmm. run for an hour. That's balance. But it's not. Right. So going back to your question, when we find ourselves in a diet or creating that restriction, we're withholding. And no matter how much willpower or doing better or being better or Mm -hmm. even striving for a perfection kind of fulfillment, Mm -hmm. it's not going to equate because you're it's just the yo-yoing. You're going to go right back to where you were. So what would you say to somebody if they were like, "Okay, I just ate a donut and it tastes really good. And that's, I'm reaching in for donut number two. Like, what's a strategy? Like, what's something I should, like, do to maybe, like, slow myself down or stop or, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like, I, I, no, I agree. <laughs> okay, first of all, eat the donut. All of them? Not all Not of them. all. Right. But have a donut. But then that leads sometimes to, like, people, like, that craving, you know? And it's like, gosh, that tastes good. I'm going to have another one. Right. But, like, is there a strategy to maybe, like, wait a minute or ask yourself, is that worth it? Or, or what do you do? Like, Well, first of all, you have to have self-awareness. You have to realize, right. like, why? wait, hold on. I just ate a don't. Why am I reaching in for another one? Right. So the way I see it is when it comes to eating a donut, that's fine. Mm-hmm. It's what? 350 calories, not a big deal. Because how all diets work is that it creates a deficit. Mm-hmm. So if you're already in a caloric deficit and that donut fills that caloric, you know, fills right. your calories for the day, then by all means, eat it. Now, let's just say, for example, you have a 1,500-calorie diet for simple math. Let's just say that donut was 500 calories, and you ate three donuts for the day. Well, that's great. You're still going to be in that deficit, so technically you would lose weight over time. But are you going to feel your best? Are you going to look your best? We look at it as an optimal performance when we deal around nutrition. So a lot of these diets are just that. It's a tight caloric restriction, but we don't look at it as from a nutrient-based diet. And Mm -hmm. diet means all that. It means incorporating your nutrition aspect of it. Right. And so I know you're big on like not restricting things. So you're like, you don't think there's a benefit for people. I guess different things work for different people. But when people are like, oh, I cut dairy out and and I lost all this weight or I got in the best shape or I cut carbs or whatever. I know you're a big, you know, all things. All things. Yes. All (laughs) things because that's what makes life amazing yeah so that's why you can have a donut well cake and you know (laughs) we have these foods that get this bad rep Mm -hmm. donuts pizza burgers tacos but when you look at it what makes it bad they Uh, all contain a lot of it well anything (laughs) in excess so (laughs) if you look at let's just compare this donut with you know kind of the the staple of like diets what's out there when you show Mm -hmm. a picture of a diet and it shows like chicken broccoli and rice boring or a donut, and you're like, yay. Yeah. But 
when it all comes down to it, you can eat the three donuts and that's 1,500 calories, or you can eat the chicken, broccoli, and rice, 1,500 calories. You're going to feel optimally better at eating the chicken, broccoli, and rice. Mm-hmm. But if you were to eat chicken, broccoli, rice, and you just kept eating and eating and eating, thinking, well, I'm eating healthy. But if you don't have any way to track or measure that, so how do you know at the end of the day you didn't eat, you know, 3,000 calories in chicken, broccoli, and rice? And guess what happens? You can still gain weight. It all comes down to what your caloric intake is. Mm-hmm. And so that will give you the deficit. But if you want to perform at your best, mm-hmm. you have to look at the nutrition side of it. Right. What you're actually eating. We just overcomplicate things. We do. <laughs> because we're, we're told, okay, eat this diet, do this diet, this is right. a new fad diet, and so on. I mean, I could name a million like different I've diets. I've done every single diet possible. But again, Guilty. exactly. Oh, oh, me too. <laughs> I actually stopped years ago. There's all these new diets now. I'm like, nope, I'm not going to partake <laughs> not in Not even going to try today. that, yeah. No. And so I'm a big advocate for the balance because Mm -hmm. when we have a healthy and whole balance in our life we're able to enjoy the things that we want to enjoy and we create that food freedom because where there is no food off limits we don't need to fear food food is not our enemy because Mm -hmm. when you look at calories calories are broken down into macronutrients and macronutrients are your proteins your carbs and your fats and all of those play a role in overall wellness and performance of your body and your physique. So you need carbs, you need fats, you need protein for your body to perform. Mm -hmm. So we miss that and we think that if we cut out carbs, first of all, carbs is not a food group. So please, you'll never ever cut out a carb because it's in something. Right. Everything everything that you consume has one of those properties, a protein, a carb, and fat. Right. And so when you remove let's just say carbs as the macronutrient, you will be in a deficit because you're just taking in proteins and fats. And sometimes you might lose weight but not be healthy. That's Yeah, you know that's what I mean? exactly like, what I'm saying. The nutrition part right. of it is why it's so important. So you have to have a balance of protein, carbs, and fats. Right. I see like people do these diets where they're just literally eating like cheese and bacon all day long. And they're losing weight. Because they're in a deficit because they re- <laughs> remove carbs. And then I'm like, I don't know what ha- is happening to your heart, though, right now, you know? like Yes. It's kind of scary. So, all right. And then another question was, I am a big traveler and I love to vacation and we do a lot of all-inclusives. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something that I've noticed struggles with is when traveling. Because you're at the airport sometimes, you got long layovers, and or when you're an all-inclusive, I'm like, well, shoot, I can get whatever I want whenever I want. And you throw alcohol in the mix, you know, <laughs> like that's a whole separate issue, too. Like when you're drinking and having fun and, you know, you want 12 tacos and then again, awareness, <laughs> yeah. awareness. So you have to be aware of what you're doing in your environment, your situation, everything that you're around, really, and like be in tune. So. I follow the approach of flexible dieting is what it is. So meaning flexible, don't let the dieting kind of throw you off. But the flexible, flexible eating. the flexible part of it encompasses everything and anything that you want. Mm-hmm. And I follow the approach of 80-20. So I eat 80% whole real foods, 20% I allow myself for like treats, you know, meaning a, a donut mm-hmm. or a glass of wine or something, you know, something that I enjoy throughout the day. And so... Throughout that process, I've also learned how my body responds. I've also learned when my body is satisfied, when to stop, when to eat when I'm actually hungry, 
And so paying attention to those triggers to not finding myself eating because I'm bored or I'm sad or it's that time Mm -hmm. of month. And so when you find yourself in that situation, you can pull back because you're now aware like, wait, hold on. I just reached for that second donut. Do I really need it? No, I could probably, you know, I'll hold off and maybe I'll have an apple or another healthier choice because you've already taken up that 20% for your day. And I think you had asked me about this before mm-hmm. when you started with the flexible dieting and you said, oh my gosh, but I eat pizza every single day. And I mm. said, do me a favor, plug in that slice of pizza every single day for the next seven days. Mm-hmm. And you did. Mm-hmm. And then every day you had your piece of pizza, but you were eating the other whole foods around right. it. And what happened? I lost some weight. Why? Because I was in a deficit. Right. And, and I still was eating things I wanted to eat. Right. So I wasn't binging. Right. Because I was happy. Right. It's pizza rules. <laughs> it sure got does. It. So that's my point. When you're able to eat those things and incorporate them into your daily life, then you don't have to miss out on them. When they're presented, the 12 tacos, you just know that there's going to be 12 tacos tomorrow. But you've had a taco. Mm-hmm. You're satisfied. You got your fill for the rest of the day because you've stopped. Your body has recognized that it was full from eating other foods that were whole, real foods. Mm-hmm. And then the next day, you could just repeat that same thing. Okay, well, tomorrow, I know the tacos will be there again. Mm. I know that, They'll you know, the, always be the, there. the cake will be at the birthday party. The donuts will always be there. So everything will always be there. We don't have to stress about FOMO because when you're filling yourself with, again, whole real foods and you do allow yourself the treats throughout the day, then when you see a whole pan of brownies, you don't need to eat them all Mm -hmm. because you've already been satisfied. Mm -hmm. Sometimes. Exactly. So when when we tighten that vice and being told we can't eat something, then goes the restriction. Right. And I think, too, that just, like, you have to give yourself, for me, I think it's, like, a window of time to get the kind of, like, sugar, I guess, like, out of my body because it's hard the first few days. But I feel like after you go a certain amount of time, like, not eating, you know what I mean? Those things are giving into every craving. Then the cravings kind of go away, I notice. Or it's, like, but at the first, like, week, do you know what I mean? Like, it's hard. I'm, like, I want ice cream and it's so easily accessible and I'm not going to go do it. But then, like, a week into, like, denying myself. And I'm not saying that in a way of, like, absolutely I cannot have it but I'm just saying like jump starting or whatever then it's like after a week or a certain amount of time goes by I notice like they really diminish the cravings yeah and that takes a while for I think anybody when they're starting off on on creating a new lifestyle or a new habit overall is recognizing your habits and behaviors to make that change but it's going to take there's almost like that grace period because you have to allow yourself forgiveness and you're going to slip up Mm -hmm. and it's not a big deal but don't think that one slip up will set you back because it won't. I'd rather have you shoot for 80% of the time or 100% mm-hmm. of the time and hit 80 than vice versa in flipping <laughs> that. And that's what a lot of people think that, well, you know, I was great for three days. Now I deserve all these rewards of eating. But it's like you just have to stay consistent throughout the entire week. Oh, and yeah. there are great food swaps in place of ice cream. Let's just say we don't need the whole you know, haagen oh my gosh, it's delicious. But you know what, what are you really after? You're probably looking for like a satisfying cold treat. And yeah. there's, I found Edie Slow Churn, the mm-hmm. um, low fat, or there's like a low fat, or maybe it's a slow churn that's the lower fat. <laughs> Some um, lower something. But either way, it's cold, it's satisfying, it's ice cream. Mm-hmm. It's perfect swap. So you probably just trade it off like 200 calories right there. And so when we look at food, let's just say for burgers, for example, you can easily swap out a 80-20 ground 
beef or maybe uh, a 96.4 if you're still into the to beef or mm-hmm. there's extra lean or lean ground turkey. Mm-hmm. And so we're doing the trade-off. We look at the food as you're not missing out on the burger. Mm-hmm. You're still getting it, but right. you're shaving off the calories. Right. So you don't have to go ham on everything. Huh. No pun intended with yeah. the ham. <laughs> and I, I know one thing that I've gotten better at too is when you are eating right, like even if I were to have a brownie, for example, getting over that mindset of like, well, I had a brownie. I totally screwed this up. Might as well have the whole pan. Do you know what I mean? So it's taken a while to get to the point where just getting better at, okay, I had a brownie. You give yourself grace. You, that's it. Mm, that's you it. Eat, and now you I eat can eat a brownie. The, yeah. What I can't. I mean, let's just say you, you hit yeah. your 1,500 calories for the day and at the end of the night, you're just like, oh, I ate a brownie. So what, what's that put you over an extra two, 200 calories or so? Right. It's not a big deal because in the grand scheme of things, you're, still, you're still, you know, it's 200 calories. You don't need to sabotage the day <laughs> right. for 200 calories. Right. And you're always one meal away from getting right back on track. Exactly. So if you messed up on meal, you know, your lunch doesn't mean that you know, dinner and the the rest of the week is blown. Right. Right. That's good. I feel like we could do this another time with more stuff because. Yeah. The food, food is, it's been such a journey and I, I love sharing the kind of tips and techniques that I've learned along the way because never ever do I deprive myself of the foods that I enjoy, especially on vacation. Mm-hmm. We, you know, you really have to be in tune with how you feel, how your body responds, what emotional triggers are, are setting you up for, for cravings in a sense. But are you really craving something or are you bored? <laughs> are you, is it the time of month? And so you have to really just be in tune with, you know, your body. But again, I'm not an advocate of diets because they restrict. Mm-hmm. I'm an advocate for lifestyle, a healthy and balanced lifestyle. And so again, when you're feeding your body from proper nutrition, whole real foods, it's able to perform at its optimal peak. And that's our goal. Right. We're going to get there slowly, day by day journey, little thing. So thank you for answering those questions. Hopefully some of you other people, maybe I, I hope I'm not the only one that had those kinds of questions. No, I had them too. (laughs) Hopefully that helps and we will definitely see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to the Confident Woman podcast. For more, check out our Facebook group. It's the Confident Woman. There's a ton of amazing ladies in that group that you can connect with as well. My Instagram is at Aaron underscore travels for life. Make sure you go ahead and follow that and follow Rachel as well. What is yours, Rachel? You can follow me on all social medias at I am Rachel Brooks. Awesome. Thank you so much.